Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Glad you joined us as always. Want to show you my mug for the day. It is my Fredericksburg mug, established 1728. So for the, all of you there on the West Coast that don't know what old dates look like, you know, your cities were established 100 years ago or 50 years ago. Uh, here on the East Coast, uh, we've got uh, we've got some history going on, and Fredericksburg is just such a great historical city, uh, known for uh, George Washington, known for Revolutionary War, Civil War. We'd love to have you come visit us. Of course, uh, everything's relative. You know, I go to Israel, and seventeen twenty eight sounds like recent history. You go to Israel, and we go to a place in in Tel Dan. Uh, that's called Abraham's Gate. We go to the ancient Canaanite gate in uh, Tel Dan, and that's 4,000 years old. So that's some history for you. But uh, hey, we're in Revelation chapter 15, and I told you uh, last episode that we would come back to verse number three. So John is seeing a sign in heaven, and the sign that he's seeing in heaven is seven angels with seven plagues that are in some way going to complete the wrath of God in some sense in the tribulation period. Uh, He also sees people standing in victory in uh, heaven, uh, tribulation saints who have gotten victory over the beast and his mark and his number, uh, identity with him. And now they're in heaven. They're worshiping God. They're praising God. They have the victory uh, of, of, of having won the victory through Christ, and they're singing. And the Bible says they're singing the song of Moses. So interesting how the, the allusion goes all the way back here to the Old Testament. And I think rightfully so, because in the song of Moses, we see so many similarities. They were delivered uh, from the plagues. They were delivered uh, through AC. They were delivered. They were given great victory. They had standing with God because of his grace. And so it is the song of Moses. But then watch what it says in verse number three again, where it says, they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. So are they singing two songs or are they singing one song? No, it's one song, grammatically. It's the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. So it's kind of like one song with a really long title or one song with two titles, but it's the same song. It's the song of Moses, the servant of God, and it's the song of the Lamb, the the same song. It's the song of victory. So I find that very interesting because sometimes people would see a dichotomy between the Old Testament, Moses, the law, and the New Testament, Jesus, grace, the lamb. And yet there's not a dichotomy. Uh, The Old Testament and the New Testament perfectly fit together. And it's not that there was one kind of salvation back in the Old Testament and then another kind of salvation in the New Testament. Oh, nothing could be farther from the truth. People have always been saved by grace, through faith, 
in uh, Messiah, whether that was pointing to Messiah or pointing back to Messiah, it's always been about the Son of God, the Lord Jesus. So what's the point? The point here is that there's perfect unity. There's unity among the, uh, between, I should say, the, the covenants, the testaments. I'm reminded of the Mount of Transfiguration. Remember, Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, transfigured into his glorified body as a, a presage, uh, illustration to Peter, uh, James, and John. And the Bible teaches that Moses and Elijah were there with the Lord. And the point was that God was emphasizing the authority of Jesus' word. This is my beloved son, hear him. And Moses and Elijah were gone. Jesus remained alone. And the point is that the message of Jesus, even though it seemed confusing to the disciples, even though it kind of shattered their preconceptions about who Messiah would actually be, was certainly not in contrast or contradiction with what the law, Moses, and what the prophets, Elijah, had taught. And that's the point here, is that the song of Moses is the song of the Lamb. And just as Moses was the prophet, God raised up another prophet like him, that prophet, Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 15, who was Jesus. And Peter tells us all about that in his sermon there uh, in Jerusalem in Acts chapter 4. So what's the point? The point is that the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb are one and the same song. And is it not also interesting that it's the song of the Lamb? And the Lamb is a very Old Testament idea of salvation. Not not that there's a different salvation, but an Old Testament view, right? The Lamb, because it was the Lamb that was uh, offered on the altar. It was the Lamb that offered covering for sin for all those years. It was the Lamb of God that would come one day and take away the sin of the world. So when you think about Jesus as a Lamb, you're really thinking about Jesus as the fulfillment of all of those Old Testament pointers, and then you're looking at Jesus as the ultimate once-for-all sacrifice, the Lamb of God, to which John pointed in John chapter 1, the Lamb of God, uh, the, our Passover, Paul said to the Corinthians there in 1 Corinthians chapter number 7. So uh, good stuff, or 1 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse 7. Uh, look at verse number 3 again. And so they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Now, what is the song? Okay, verse number three, saying, so here are the lyrics of the song. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. So, Wow, great words, uh, great lyrics to this song, the song of praise. And remember, who is singing this song? Who's singing this song are these tribulation saints who have obtained victory through death and are now standing before the throne of God worshiping. And part of their worship is just to say, thank God for his works. Greater your works. Now, what works had they seen? They, the, the tribulation saints have seen some some pretty awful things happen on planet Earth. 
You know, depending on when they died in the Great Tribulation, they have seen God's wrath poured out upon the earth. They've seen earthquakes and thunderings and plagues and water poisoning. And I mean, they've seen some just some horrific things. And yet, what do they know? They know that God is in charge, and God is at work, and God has a purpose, and great and marvelous. God, all of your works have a good purpose ultimately. Great are they, your works. But then it says here in verse number three, and just and true are thy ways. So not just the, the, the works of God, what he does, but the ways of God, how he does and all of the house of God and all of the wise of God are just and true. Just, uh, they, they hold to a righteous standard, true. Uh, they are without admixture of error uh, or deceit. Uh, God is always true. He's always righteous. He's always just. And I like the, the title uh, to which uh, the... Uh, to to which the saints ascribe uh, that the saints ascribe to God here in verse number three because they say just and true are thy ways thou king of saints thou king of saints so a saint in the Bible is one who has been made holy uh, so if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior then in a positional sense you are a saint and all those that uh, are in heaven are there because they have been made holy, not because of their own righteousness, but they have been gifted the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and thereby they are saints. And so today, if you know Christ as your Savior, you are a saint. And I like what the Bible says here because these Old Testament, rather, these tribulation saints, I'm getting mixed up, these tribulation saints who are, are now in heaven are saying, oh, just and true are thy ways, King of saints. You know, when we get to heaven, whether it be these tribulation saints or whether it be you and me, when we get to heaven, uh, the, the pains of earth, uh, the, the big events that seem so negative, uh, the ways that God did things that maybe caused a big question mark for us while we were limited by time and space uh, in this, on this planet, will all make sense. And we'll be able to join in the praise to God. Not just praise about God in verse number three, but notice uh, the praise that they're singing is, is directed to God. Do you see the pronouns? Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. They're speaking to God. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. So these, this song that they're singing, this song of Moses, this song of the Lamb, is a song that's being sung directly to God. I think it's important for us in our singing to remember that we're singing not only about God, and there are great songs about God, uh, spiritual songs about God, uh, but, there are, but there are other songs that we sing directly to God, and I love that. Uh, we sang that little chorus in church a couple weeks ago, you are my all in all. And I like that. You are my all in all. And songs not just about the Lord, but to the Lord. And that's the song that we're seeing here in Revelation chapter number 15. A look at verse uh, number uh, four of our text. This is the remainder of the lyrics of the song. 
Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? See, when, when, when these saints are in the very presence of God, there's a certain incredulity to why would anyone not serve God? How could anyone not glorify God? It's not even logical. It's not even, it doesn't make sense that anybody would not recognize and then ascribe to God the worth and worthiness that belong only to him. So it's a kind of a rhetorical question. Like, who wouldn't glorify you? Who wouldn't fear your name? If they saw what we would see, it is just absolutely obvious. So verse number four again, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, glorify thy name. And then it gives the answer, for thou only art holy. You're the holy one. Any holiness that we have is a reflective holiness. Any holiness that we have is a gift holiness because you alone art holy. Any holiness we have is what has been gifted to us by the source of holiness, the essence of holiness, who is God. So you alone are holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. So this is both a statement of fact and a statement of prediction, that all nations one day will see uh, that God is holy. Do all nations see that today? No. No, unfortunately, we live in a sin-cursed world, and we live in a world in which many and most have uh, are blinded. Uh, but the Bible is saying here, via the lyrics of this song of the saints, that one day the nations will see him. One day, as Jesus ushers in his kingdom, the nations of the world will see him for who he is. They'll recognize God for who he is. And the Bible says, for thy judgments are made manifest, because God will manifest himself in these judgments. He'll manifest himself even in these elements of wrath. And they will see that our God is a consuming fire. They will see that our God is a God that we shouldn't be messing with. Our God is transcendent. Our God is holy. Our God is uh, the one and true God, uh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And what a song this will be. Again, uh, you and I will be there. You know, can you imagine being in heaven uh, prior to, at, at the rapture, prior to the tribulation. And then over these years, as tribulation saints are martyred and they come to heaven and just their song and their joining of the chorus, they're taking up the harp, they're praising and worshiping of God. What a grand and glorious day that will be. Well, Lord willing, we'll finish uh, chapter number 15 next episode. Appreciate you joining us today. Have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.